Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We had two NLDS games played last night. The team that was behind won. Both series are tied at one game apiece, making them three-game sets. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by DraftKings. My name's Jimmy. His name is Trevor. Jake on the far right of the screen and BBD behind the dish. Only two games played last night. It's getting easier and easier. I think, BBD, you said there's not another four-game day, hopefully? I think both ALs would have to go five. Do I have that math right? There'd be another four-gamer if the White Sox win tonight, right? Yeah. Yes. And tune in live. That's what it is. Tune in live. Just me, Jake, and Joe's. We sit in the recliners live streaming mm-hmm. the White Sox Astros game tonight. Anyway, Trev, we missed you yesterday. How are you doing? How was your Saturday? How's your Sunday going? James, Jacob, big, big dong chats. Everything's mm. going great. I had a good day yesterday. Um, it's all about the kids. We had a parade and like a carnival thing and. You know, all the kids had a great time. Did get to watch a little bit of baseball. They had a big screen showing the Dodgers game. So I thought that was pretty cool. You know, out here in L.A., people don't consider it, you know, a sports town. But you put the Dodgers in the playoffs, man. There was a shit ton of people huddled around that TV cheering along. So it was pretty cool. Uh, And then today's great. I cut my Key Brian Hayes plant down. I am drying it. It's right in front of my face right now. And uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Jacob, Jacob how are, are you? Fellas and ladies, happy ladies night to the chat. I'm uh, mm. doing well. Had uh, had the moms in town uh, yesterday. Jess's mom and my mom have the same birthday. Um, so they were in town. We got a nice little city dinner. Uh, and then we went over and enjoyed some some tunes at a uh, Brandy's Piano Bar at um, Classic City Piano Bar. A lot, of, so many talented people in there because they get Broadway folks and stuff. So like, people start singing, the place goes nuts. It's pretty cool. So that was fun. Um, mix that in with a little baseball. Nice, nice little Saturday. So uh, enjoyed that. Um, did a guy. That was at the bar recognized me? Sure. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just making networking at the bar, not trying to impress the moms. Didn't pay that guy any money. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool. Like, and, and one of the ways they get you if it's your first time there is that all of the bartenders and waitresses are super talented. So Jess's mom was blown away. Our waitress, like, served us our drinks, and then she's like, oh, it's my turn to go up. Um and she's like, wait, she, you're really going to sing? And she fucking ripped. So it's uh, that's a really good time. Recommend that to anyone if they find themselves in the Upper East Side. But I'm ready to talk some baseball with you lads. Okay. okay. James, I'd also like to add that I was wearing my John Boy sweatshirt last night. Nice. I got stopped multiple times. And one teenager had some critiques for you. Wow. Oh, yeah? Yes. He said he really enjoys the content. Okay. But he wishes you would do more non-sports breakdowns Mm. or obscure sports breakdowns. That's his wish for you. Off-season exists for a reason. Yeah, so he's going to be happy about that. He said those are his favorite um, pieces of content that we put out, the obscure stuff. They're hard to find. But, I mean, we found like 10 over the course of this season that I have on a list. Like, there's a... This sport in Russia called rug ball, which is a mixture mm. of like, it's a mixture of uh, wrestling. Like they wear singlets and they like wrestle, um, but also basketball. Okay. It's pretty weird. But yeah. Yeah. Those are hard to, he, they're hard to find those videos, but I appreciate, likes, appreciate it. Yeah. He likes the dead um, horse carcass one. Mm. <laughs> I was like, reminded me of that one. I was like, that's actually a thing. You're right. Yeah, yeah, it's big at weddings. <laughs> I forget what that one's called. I forget, but that was a popular one. Luke was my dude, my brother. He he would he had a whole list. He found this website of just like sports around the world, 
Yeah, and then he had a whole list, and fucking now he's in the sales department. So there loser, my... gross, not hot. Saw yeah, him, saw him make out with a fifty-year-old woman the other night. Damn. Hey, is that piano bar the one you were gonna take me to? Yes. Damn it! Yeah. Sounds great. Another time. All right. Well, we got two games to recap, and the NL is just uh, <sighs> fun. The NLDS and the probably NLCS are lining up to be very fun times. So, Cronpod, do we have anything else we want to get out of the way before we start? Cronpod. Let's get through a couple NL games last night. The AL took it off, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about them at the end of the show a little bit. Because, man, mm. that Rays Sox game tonight is, like, mm. low-key huge. It is huge. Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Kind of up to him, right? Like, that's, that's the it. four o'clock game, right? Yeah. I wish they had those switched and we could watch those. A little. But we can't. I got to make an airport run. I won't be back. Um. All right. Blitzball? BBD? Mm. You like it? They're sponsoring this right now? I like it. Do we like it? We like you it. like it? Trev played hey, the what? other day. Slide piece. Whoops. Was Pedro Martinez playing Blitzball on MLB Network? Did I see that? I don't know. But I like Pedro. Which one is Pedro on, the post-game? He's... Oh, maybe he wasn't on MLB Network. Whatever he's on, I saw him playing Blitzball. I'm pretty sure. He's not on the A-Rod Ortiz one. Right, that's Fox Sports. So he's he's TBS. TBS. Yeah, it's him, I, I Rollins, like and Granderson. That's a nice one. Pedro's good. Pedro's, I mean, again, my goatee idol. Um, I'd love to see him throw blitzball. My goodness, imagine what those alien fingers alien fingers do with that. Jeez. Um, yeah, they got a. I would have one shuffle in that cast, but they're they're genuinely pretty good. Well, the the Ortiz A Rod one is just uh, oh sniffing sniffing their own farts for an hour before and after farts. games. A lot of farts What's on that. Up set. with that. I don't know. They're trying to be. Uh, uh, basketball. They're trying to be Shaq and Chuck, and they're just like they don't actually have personalities because it's a Rod. So is TBS, to be fair. Like, but but Pedro's got a personality. Right, 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 right. Pedro yeah. actually will say shit. Yeah, yeah, agree. And that's why you should get your blitz ball. So go get the blitz ball. <laughs> um, if you if you're looking for an activity, it's fun. We might have some big Blitzball news coming down the mm. line a little bit. That's fun. And go check out their YouTube. Go check out our YouTube. It's uh, We have a lot of fun with it. Uh, and so do they. So thanks, Blitzball. On their YouTube, they've got some pros that have been playing. On mm. our YouTube, we've got Kyle some pros Tucker, that have been right? playing. Kyle, Kyle Tucker. Go buy yourself some Blitzball stuff. <laughs> Kiermaier got involved. Am I remembering that right? Let's sell our, let's sell our pitches, Jake. Oh, I'd love All to right. see Kiermaier play some Blitzball defense. Like we, we, people buy, buy blitz ball. They buy the the balls and the bat and the setup. Right. Sure. And then instead of like on cameo, I'll turn it back on and you just ask me for my pitches and I'll just sell you my pitches. Trev will sell you his pitches, uh, you know, and then get really good because maybe, maybe the whole company just becomes a traveling blitz ball tournament. I think that's that's the goal. It's always the goal. People be like, what? This sucks. I liked all the other stuff you were doing too. Anyway, go to Blitzball and, and do more stuff. dead horse carcass. Stuff. <laughs> Someone in the chat said what it was, Buzkaki or something like oh. that. <laughs> I think that's the hey. right word. Buzkashi. It was very close. It was very close. Very, very close. <laughs> Just we really- all have to admit that Buzkashi and Bukaki are very close words. I'll taste other dudes. Let's uh let's get into oh the baseball. God, no. Let's burn, Jake. Burn let's the first game. The, Brewer, the Brewers and the Braves. Brewers had a one-game lead over the Braves. What happened in game two? Burn. <laughs> Jakey Burn. The Braves would need a gladiator's performance. Maximus, Maximus, as Atlanta tries to get freed of their sports team's playoff woes. While Milwaukee would pop a Woody with big game Brandon going for the crew. Top three, Freddie gets fingered with an RBI single. It's one nothing Braves. Make it two. 
I'll be your crying shoulder. Ozzy with the RBI double, little monster. It would stay that way into the six. He's young, he's thick. Austin mm. Riley, Yabo, it's three, nothing, Braves. Mad Max dragged it all over the mound. Six inning shutty to Jackson, to Matic, to Smith. The Braves win three, nothing, tie up the series at ones as they head back to the ATL. Mm. Mm. Great job. Thank Way you. To keep it so sexual all the time. I mean, it's a movie it's reference. Tom Green. Yep. This is the Tom Green What's show. What's up with Tom it's Green? It's not the What's Green Tom show. Um, Tom Green invented podcasts, so. He did. Doing... <laughs> he kind of did. Uh, he invented live stream internet shows. Like, like, truly, he kind of did do that. Joe Rogan was his first guest or one of his I... guests, and he was like, wait, so there's people watching right now that can comment? And then you could yeah. see Joe Rogan be like, I think I'm going to do this. Ottawa, uh, Tom Green is awesome. Ottawa's most notable comedian, Tom Green, just announced that he will be moving back to Ottawa permanently to be closer to his family. Um, so, yeah, he took his YouTube channel and morning show to the remote property where he'll be living in his retrofitted camper van near Ottawa. Good for him. Okay. Um, Max Freed obviously shoved. Whoops. Braves get a couple runs. Braves get out of a lot of jams at the end of this game. Or maybe the Brewers don't come through. I don't know how you want to look at it, but uh, that was kind of my first thoughts is when watching this game and the end of the game, it just felt like the Brewers were going to come back every inning. They had two on and no out in the eighth and the ninth. I think they had two on in the seventh as well. Uh, Mats, uh, Matzik had... Um, runners on both innings he pitched and i think the announcers were saying like you gotta wonder if they're gonna want to go to um you know here massic's been the guy you know has never come out of the pen and moving forward now i really wonder because they bent as far as you can bend without breaking but they get the win and they get to rethink and regroup about their bullpen process next time but for the brewers they lost a game at home, but it didn't totally feel like they lost momentum because they were guys on every inning. And it was just like, you know, what one hit and they were there. Mm. They didn't get destroyed. That's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, this seems like it's just going to be good baseball. Like they're kind of evenly matched. And if you look, if, James, if you do, if you look at the box score, you're like that's kind of how the Braves would have drawn it up. They could, at the beginning of the game, Freed goes six and you got you know some of your big relievers at the end doing it but you're right base runners base runners base runners that'll come back to bite you will smith we know like that's kind of been his mo like scary ninth innings like a column a type of uh, situation but they're a good team man and i just keep thinking like i wish we had a cunha mm. wish we had a cunha out there but they have some other guys doing some pretty big things that homer by riley oops when I first saw it, I was like, how did that ball go so fucking far? It didn't look like he got, like, extended on it, kind of out in front a little bit. And then they showed the slow-mo. I think it was a change-up. Just, like, kind of came back, and he absolutely smoked that ball. Right center to go up like that? Trev, you got to be thick to do that. My twice a month where I compliment you, uh, you showed us where you hit a home run in Milwaukee, and me and Jimmy kind of laughed and thought you were being dumb, and then we saw it, and you actually did, so... Um, hey, that was cool. And shout out to Young Thick, uh, who's got that thick third baseman body right now that did the same thing. Yeah, man, it, this game made it very much seem like this series is going five. Uh, the Braves relievers, it's tough. You almost have to compliment them a little bit because they, they end up getting it done. I guess the one uh, where you could kind of point a finger uh, because Jackson comes in, gets two outs, infield single, walk. So, you know, he was in control, and then he f gets his way out of it. Matzik, um, you know, he goes walk single, and then strikeout, fly out, strikeout. So he kind of he bounced back and controlled that. Man, Smith, walk single, and then Kane lines out to right. Um, 
you know, that's the one that you're like, oh, crap. But like Trev said, he's kind of done that throughout the year, so the Braves are already in bed with that. This feels like it's going five. Um, I I feel like the next time we talk about this series, the both NL series have the off day coming up. Um, I think it's going to get fun to start talking about what do you do with the pitching because if the Braves win game three – I think I'd throw Morton out there, and then you save Max Freed for a potential game five, and you have that in the hole. The Brewers gets really interesting because they've been on a six-man for a while. Um, So you'd assume if it goes five that they'd have Corbin for that. We've got two important games in ATL coming up. Um, But, yeah, Max Freed, dude, he shut him down uh, again, and that was kind of our story before the series was should he get the pill in game one. Morton basically did more than enough, but at the same time, he didn't in the sick playoff baseball against the Brewers. Uh, Maxie shut him out. Sick shutty. That's that's a monster playoff performance. It's incredible. I mean, he only gave up two hard-hit balls, so not only like did no one get hits, no one got good wood on his pitches at all. Mm. Wild. People, p- pitchers always talk about like conviction. You gotta throw each pitch with conviction. Watching Max pitch... It just seems like that's what he does. Like, if he misses a pitch, he's not afraid to come right back to it. It feels like he's got kind of that touch and feel for all of them right now. And when you give a guy like that that has the talent like him and he's feeling all of his pitches and confident the way he is, I mean, good luck. The Adamas double was like the only hard-hit ball he gave up. Or no, hold on. And Wong had a... um... Colton Wong had a line out as well. How about that Willie Thomas play in the first, though? Willie. I love when guys just do that last second, just snatch with the glove. Like, it might be here. <laughs> and they just grab it. It's awesome. Such a tough play. When you're running that, you ran far for it. You have, to, you have to deal with the crowd. You have to deal with the tarp. It's, you know, kind of over the wrong shoulder there. That's kind of where he snatched for it. You know, when you're running that way, looking this way, and then glove across your body, it's... You're right, man. That's just muscle memory. Like he's done that a lot. Ran over there, made that play probably as a youngster with you know a tennis ball barehanded and mm. done it enough. Now he's doing it in a playoff game. Badass. Uh, Ashby kind of scared me. They didn't swing and miss <clears throat> at like any Ashby pitches, <clears throat> and I don't know if I, it didn't look like they really like had a tell on it because they were just spoiling the off speed. So if you go look at like Ozzy Albie's at bat, Ashby threw that that curve or that slider, whatever it is, his breaking pitch, that's nasty Mm -hmm. that we saw when he made his debut and we were like, oh, smokes, that's crazy. He threw some of those to Ozzy and he just spoiled him. I think they had one swing and miss and it might have been on a fastball uh, for Aaron Ashby. And with Williams out and and needing people to step up, he's going to be a piece. They they think he's nasty. It's first ammo, first playoffs outing, but... If it goes five, if the Brewers go to the CS, he's going to be a big part of that. So I'm interested to see if maybe they're just picking up on it, if he's giving it away or what. Because I was a guy who's got swing and miss stuff didn't get any swings and misses. It's a good little storyline. He, uh, you know, 17 pitches, nine strikes. I'd almost, I want to go back and check those out a little bit to see how, you know, how much he was feeling it mannerism-wise on the mound and for his first outing and and blah, 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 all that stuff. But, yeah, that's definitely a storyline because if they want to go in this playoffs, Ashby kind of has to be a big piece with them, especially with the Devin Williams stuff. Yeah, I rewatched all 17 pitches before I came here and a lot of fastballs that were – like Freddie took a couple fastballs that were like top of the zone, nice pitches. But, uh, yeah, and then a lot of the sliders were just kind of sat on. Mm-hmm. He throws a slider and a curve and a change. So, I don't know. He probably should erase three, two of those coming out of the pen. <laughs> Just find your best pitch. Yeah, he really should. He, like the, Especially, like, with his arsenal, like, throwing that hard, like, go fastball slider. Yeah. The problem with that, though, is if you run into a day where, like, you don't have your slider and people can just sit on your heater or vice versa. Sure. Being, being a guy that's supposed to be a starter, too, that's got to be a tough tough mindset to overcome dude i would like i think a lot of guys would love the opportunity to do that not everyone gets to do that the starters like they get to go in the bullpen and just let it eat for a little bit i think 
you talk to them and a lot of them would like to do that but it's easier said than done well a lot of just, yeah i mean the cardinals did it with a lot of guys waka and wayno um saw david price do it in the playoffs luis severino he did mm -hmm. it he was not performing well as a starter so he went to the bullpen and he said it completely changed his mindset as a pitcher and when he went back to starter he just had a much more attack the zone mentality because he was successful in the pen so yeah I, I think some teams do have that as a little bit of a strategy okay like, hey, yeah like just go let it eat two innings fill the zone all right let's bring that to starting now and yeah you let it eat that's that's the fun part of seeing what can I really do? I don't have to save my arm for five or six. Like I got one inning here. Let me just go for it. What can I, what's my max? It's fun to watch that. Anything else? Brewers got to score. <laughs> Brewers got to score. That's uh, that'll be the storyline next game. I mean, now that we're reliving it, uh, all they have is one swing from Rowdy Telez, right? <laughs> so yep. uh, when you when you spin things like that, uh, Brewers offense heading to Atlanta, uh, the last ion. Uh, mm. Brewers Brewers got to put something together. Yelly, Yelly's got to do something. I know this his year was kind of definitely blessed, especially what we want Yelly's standards to be. Like he's got a he's got to hit the go switch a little bit. Yeah, and his counterpart, Yelly and Belly, the two fallen MVPs, switching gears to the Dodgers. Yelly's mm. still not finding it. Belly coming through big time, erasing that really bad regular season. Jake, do we got to burn for this baby? Sure do, Big Daddy. Mm. Dodgers, Giants, hot. Mm. Jake, on your markets at burn. San Fran looking for some jet fuel for their postseason run from the gas man, Kevin Gossman, while the Dodgers have a mini must-win game with World Series hero Julio Urias tossing the pill. Speaking of Julio, he hits one out to the schoolyard. RBI single from the pitcher to open up the scoring, followed by Mookie Betts. Poppy, can he play baseball? It's 2-0 Dodgers. Donnie Barrels, an RBI sack fly to cut the lead in half. 2-1, it'd stay that way until the sixth. Trev's guy, Cody, says, get in my belly. Huge hit from Cody. An expressionist, A.J. Pollock, paints a big hit he needed as well. 2-RBI, the Dodgers open it up to 6-1. Craw Daddy. He gets another RBI single, 6-2, but then the Dodgers' Will Smith gets jiggy with the solo shot, 7-2. Master Beatty, 8-2, and Corey Seager, the future Yankee, makes it 9-2. Dodgers go Urias, Kelly, Kniebel, Gratterall, and Bickford. They take game two, 9-2 final. Bow, bow, bow. Good job, Jake. Thank you, Trev. Jimmy. Why are you shaking your why head? Are you shaking your head, Trev. I love Jake. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay. put that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm gonna keep saying this till it's true. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, it. one of those things you just gotta will into existence, and I don't even really want to will this into existence, but it just feels like it's gonna happen. All fucking year long, we said the the Dodgers mm. were the shark in the water chasing the giants down all year long the giants said nah we're good we got a, a power boat bro like you can't catch us now here we are in the playoffs and really the only part of this season that matters one one just feels like the dodgers are gonna explode i don't know if they can if they obviously nine runs is nine runs but like if they can find their offense which they've kind of been missing in the, in the latter part of the season no one's touching them. Mm. I think it's gonna go both ways. Did you did you enjoy the quote by Roberts and Cora? Kind of, I don't know if he said it, but he acted like it. Trev, where Roberts says this is an elimination game for before the game. Roberts was like, "We're not going down 2-0. We're treating this like an elimination game." I think that kind of goes into the same mindset of we've seen teams 
push their better starter as this game too. Um, it was kind of cool that he just out, outright said it. Like, yeah, yeah, treated. because you know you could have to eat your words. Yeah, you yeah. Know, if you lose he, game two, you're like, right. well, aren't you guys done? So you're yeah. pushing your chips into the middle of the table. But I mean, I think it's anyone that you know follows the sport understands. I mean, winning three games in a row is very tough in, the, in a playoff series, especially if your back's against the wall. Oh, too. So yeah, I mean, we know that it's kind of that case. But yeah, to go, he put his he put it out on the table. Mm. Dodgers responded. Mm. What's up with told- TBS? Just like showing Gabe the whole time. One of you, <laughs> but it Sex was a sells. lot. Like it was almost like the Johnny Manziel camp. Like I get if that's. Uh, do we even have a manager that's like that anymore? Like maybe Larusa, you know, like Tory when he was with the Dodgers, like a manager that is you're, a name. You're talking about him. I mean, that's that's this whole Giants team. Like, who's the Giants star player? It's kind of Gabe at this point. Listen to how much. No, stop. When we talk about the Giants, who do we talk about? Yeah, because that's he's us. so hilarious. That's yeah, us. I don't think well, the why national. Do think, why do you think the broadcast is doing it? Give me another reason. I don't know. <laughs> they were on him all game. Just I'll give I was... this to you, Jay. He's very interesting. He's an interesting person. Hey, I think Kai trimmed his beard up to not be exactly like Gabe's. I I have to double check. I was trying to double check, but I saw he was like more like goatee heavy and trimmed lighter on the sides. I hope we didn't scare him into that. Hopefully I'm not spoiling anything, but if this becomes like a Nate and Ted Lasso situation out in San Francisco, that could be crazy. Wow. Wow. Should I ask? Wow. What if it what if it does? What if it does? <laughs> we just drove a stake through the Giants. Um, no, yeah. uh, in a genuine way, I do think, Jim, you were kind of looking for, like, who's the Joe Madden on the Rays now? Like, when they'd go to a Rays game, Joe Madden was kind of the the star. I think they're kind of doing that with the Giants. Yeah. Do we even have a manager like that in the league right now? Um. There's so much, like, Sosha left, Bochi left. There's so much changing of the guard. Tito was probably the last one if they were in the playoffs, but he's he's been out. Yeah, Tito was my only hey. answer. Cora. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know. My manager is part of the Hinch if the Dodgers the get good. Or the Tigers. No, like the man, like the like, because like long term managers, like you know, they're the kind of like the team. The players come and go, but that manager is always there. But we don't have that because managers come and go just as much as players now. Kevin Cash, Kevin Cash would be the Rays manager forever. I said mean things that you wouldn't enjoy yesterday about Kevin Cash. Ooh, I want to hear. It wasn't mean about Kevin Cash. Oh, well, like it wasn't well, mean I- about personally him. I was just saying the. Well, this isn't about the Dodgers and the Giants, but I was just saying that you're not going to like this at all, Trev. I said that if you take Cash off the Rays, I still think they win 100 games. If you take Core off the Red Sox, I don't think they make the playoffs because my reasoning was the Rays are so analytical that they just believe in the analytics, whereas the Red Sox kind of like fake need that masculine Machado, we just going to do us attitude. But, you know, the Rays just like, Believe in the analytics. I feel like the Rays also have that machismo, though. They do. Like, they're not. Yeah, I don't know. I I think Cash is really good for them because he has basically said, and I don't want to go too far into this because we're not talking about these games, but he's basically said, like, I trust you guys, and you trust, talking about the front office, I trust the front office and your data, and you trust me to keep the clubhouse culture while making these guys believe yeah. in the analytics. Right. Yeah. Um, bringing it back. And he's not a robot. Someone said he's a robot. Like he's not like just a yes man either. Like, he sort of is a yes man, but also, you know, will push back for his guys time to time. I like that. Um, right, do- Urias obviously getting oh, baby. The, the first run across the plate in this game. That's, I was talking about, you know, last game. Buster Posey hitting the 3-0 homer. Opposite field means just a little bit more. 
Urias doing that in the game means a little bit more, especially when your next uh, batter is going to be Mookie Betts with runners in scoring position. So that kind of set the tone tone there. Belly, huge. Trev, I know you've been hunting for that for a while. Uh, Pollock, man, his playoff yeah. numbers were pretty brutal. Rosie kind of called him out on here yesterday. He gets a big hit for him. Um, and if you're a Giants fan, yeah, I'm I'm more in Jim's boat than your boat right now, Trev. You have to expect this this is a heavyweight fight. Hey, Fury last night. How about that? Um, this is a heavyweight fight. If you're the Giants, you had to know at some point you were getting punched. They got punched, and I think the story for them, Gossman, who, you know, he hasn't been the same dominant Kevin Gossman he was kind of the first two-thirds of this year. He... He ends up getting touched up, uh, you know, in that sixth inning. And it kind of is what it is. Like, if you're San Francisco, now you just say, hey, we got to get one in L.A., uh, whether that's Alex Wood redemption tour tour against his old team. Um, But if you get one in L.A., like, you can have Webb waiting for you for game five in San Francisco. And, like, that's, again... Coming into this series, the big bad Dodgers, the shark in the water. If you still have that opportunity, you kind of have the upper hand. So uh, it sucks. You obviously you want to win every playoff game, but this team also is disgusting. Would Webb go five or four? <sighs> right? I, Wouldn't he be four? I guess that's the thing. If you win game three, I would two. I would. You push him back. I would save him. You get an extra day's rest for a potential game five, where if you had to use Webb on short rest for game four, then you have Gossman again, who I just don't know if he's the same Kevin Gossman he was earlier on in the season. So that's why, uh, obviously, game threes are pivotal in seven-game sets and five-game sets, especially five-game sets. That's why I was getting excited for the Rays and the Red Sox later. But, yeah, I mean, that... That now changes your pitching formulas. If you're the Giants, you keep you keep Webb in the hole, I, I think. But, um, again, getting a little down the path, which is fun for playoffs. Urias, another five five innings, one earned run. Whoops. Um, is he the best pitcher in the playoffs right now? Like, if mm. you had to – if you pick somebody to pitch you a game, to give you five innings, and you're like, this has you, – you have to – give up one run or less, I think you're going Urias. Like, I trust him more than anybody in the playoffs right now. Interesting. And I feel like that's saying a lot because there's some really good pitchers. There's Burns, there's Freed, there's Woodruff, there's, you know, uh, Wood, or excuse me, um, Webb, Scherzer, Bueller. I mean, I just feel like Urias is like, he just, he has that attitude. Like, I'm not going to give up any fucking runs or at least any big innings. Yeah. I don't know, man. I get that feeling every time I watch him pitch. Like, if he needs a strikeout, he can get a strikeout. If he needs to go deep into the games, he can go deep into games. If he needs to get a hit because they intentionally walked Pollock, he'll get a hit. Just, Not the teenager he'll, anymore. He'll, just, he'll wrap one to right field. That was pretty cool. I mean, Gabe intentionally walks Pollock to get to the pitcher. You're not going to really regret that decision. It's up to the pitcher to get the other pitcher out. So I hope no one's saying that was a bad move. But, uh, uh, what well, you guys were saying earlier, Webb's a sinker ball pitcher, right? Yeah. So so you can go him on short rest. I don't, he's never done three days rest before for game four. I think you'd save him to start game five with Gossman as a piggyback. Yep. That means you got to win game three. But you got to win game three. If they win game three, yeah. I think Webb goes game five. But Bingo. sinker ballers are better on short rest. Not better, but they don't get hurt as much as other pitchers. He's tired arm. He's just funky, man. You watch him. You watch him on a TV broadcast. You know, if you got in the box, you'd be like, "What?" The uh, the Bellinger big hit to blow it open. Classic uh, Monday morning quarterback situation where the uh, the guy in front of him was it Mookie in front? Who's in front of him? Just got walked to load the bases. If I'm thinking correctly. Let's see who's in front of man. I I I watched Taylor this, was in front of Billy. I watched this and I already like edited the breakdown on this play because there's a lot of funny fans yelling things and I still can't remember. But Taylor gets walked, I believe, after a big at bat. Taylor hit a uh, a pop up foul ball that Flores would have caught if it didn't hit the netting. 
Like you can see him do that last lunge with his arm. Like I got it, it's right there, but it hits the net and comes short. Mm. Would have been an out. So that's kind of brutal. Like you know, five years ago, that's probably just an out when there's no net. Uh, but then with the bases loaded and two outs, I believe there's two outs. Belly swings at the first pitch, which is a classic case of if he flies out there, you know, bases loaded. He just walked the dude. What are you doing? Like, let him get deep in the count. He's throwing balls. But if you go up there and you say, he's not going to want to walk me, he's going to want to get ahead. I'm swinging early. Better come through. And he's like two feet away from a home run. But pretty big internal decision, Trev. Do you think about that in that way as a batter? Like, he just walks a guy. He's got to come at the zone. I want to attack early. Or he's wild. Let's take some. I think the situation dictates that. So in that situation, there's bases loaded, one out. The, one the out. pressure is so off you as a hitter. It's like, all I got to do is hit a fly ball. So in that instance, you're like, get me something out over the plate, get it up, and I can do my job. And that allows you, like I said, you just feel a little bit more comfortable. And if you do see that first pitch, I think I think you're not you're not looking to get deep into count there. In that situation, you know, if it was if it was something different, yeah, maybe like run around first base or maybe even first and second, your mindset's a little different. When there's a run on third base, less than two outs, I think you're you're a little bit more aggressive early in the count, just because you know, even a, a fly ball gets the job done. And he got it done. Yeah, man, that was that was pretty cool. So I was <clears throat> out at the carnival thing and they had like told you that the big tv set up and <clears throat> i wasn't at the tv for that but i heard a big roar uh so i walked over there and and belly had just hit his double and then there was another double by pollock right um, mm-hmm. right afterwards to score the pretty cool it was, it was like cool to hear like the roar of a crowd even though i wasn't at a game because there was i mean there's probably like 100 people just sitting around watching this tv it's pretty pretty cool to see Something right. something else to watch going forward. Uh, Trinan and uh, Kenley don't get used, um, so we'll we'll see if they uh, the next time we see them if if they're looking juiced up. That's good. And funny enough, the Giants bullpen because uh, they used McGee uh, last night, but only eight pitches. So Doval, McGee, Rogers. Nobody from their bullpen has thrown more than 15 pitches in an outing. Um, so, uh, as this playoff series goes on, and at least one of these teams will advance, a little Jakey Lytics there, um, interested, mm. w- there's going to be a lot of eyes on who can preserve their bullpens the best throughout this playoffs, coming off the short season and all that. So, just a little little something of note. You saw Duvall pitch, and you you tweeted something about. Oh. I know he didn't pitch last night, but the first game, you said the first thing, the first pitch you saw, you're like, uh oh. <laughs> His, there's something about a pitcher that really slings it, that's mm. just beautiful. And yeah, I told Rosie yesterday, I got like almost K K Rod vibes from the the O2 Angels from Ooh. him. Like he's that I see the separation there. Same, okay. It, it feels like we're gonna be seeing Doval for the next. 15 years and you know in 13 years when he's getting saves for the Brewers we're going to be like he's been around for fucking ever he's nasty Nasty. (laughs) yeah all right you want to talk about the games coming up a little bit we haven't really been doing previews of individual games so just quick before we do that Jim can I tell you about dugout mugs a little bit Mm. yes uh, we love dugout mugs. They're sponsoring us throughout the playoffs. You'll see them on the stream tonight. We'll be banging mugs for every home run. Uh, they're badass. Uh, the logo of your favorite teams. They've got uh, players. They've got all of that. Right now, they're giving away the knob shot for free. Trev's got it in his hand right now. You got a little juice in there. We'll keep. I got a jobs. Is that a uh, is that a twins one, Trev? Yep. Yeah, you know, I only put a, like a turmeric shooter in here. I don't put that liquor in this temple. You know, you guys know. I know. That. No sugar, only turmeric. I didn't know it was pronounced that way. Uh, dugout Mugs, they're a baseball company. We do baseball over here. Um, it's just an awesome product. Like, if, if you've ever held it, you instantly go, yep. Uh, like, I need to put a beer or turmeric or whatever you drink in it immediately. 
So go to dugoutmugs.com slash talking. Free knob shot, eight ninety five shipping and handling. That's all you got to pay. Um, and go get your favorite team. Or there's some there's some John Boy Media stuff on there. There's a lot of stuff on there. Cruise around dugoutmugs.com. Cruise around. We didn't mm. mention that Mookie throw is so cool. Yeah. Mookie throw, Trey Turner's plays. That guy, I mean, that's what I'm saying to Dodgers, dude. Chris Taylor in center field just tracking balls down, belly at first. They don't care. Everywhere you look, it's like, what? <laughs> Everywhere you go. Um, oh, hey. Rays Red Sox. I have one thing to say about this game. Mm. And then I can say a bunch of others if you want more thoughts. But my main thing is Randy Rosarena, mm. wow. the, best ev- the best ever. Yeah. Awful numbers against Evaldi. Mm. If he gets hits off of Evaldi, then full-blown postseason magic, mm. which it already is. It's like Evaldi's numbers versus Randy are are awesome, but they're regular season numbers. He's one for 11 off of Aldi with a double and six strikeouts, no walks. So if that gets broken, which it probably will, because Randy's just the best ever. I like that. And it, yeah, I mean, Senor Octubre. Mm. Who cares yeah. about the regular season? Randy's like, I got my boots. I'm going hunting. Got my boots. Wear, got my popcorn. Do you wear cowboy boots hunting? I don't think you do. Cowboy you wear boots, boots for sure. Boots. I feel like real cowboys, but yeah, I, I will right. wear cowboy boots hunting if I need to go shoot something. Certain times for it. You guys ever shot something? No. Me neither. No. No way. I shot a bird with a BB gun one time. That was the most traumatizing thing. I've I couldn't done. do it. I had this awesome pellet gun rifle I got from a garage sale, and it was dangerous. Like It was like little like metal pellets. And um, yeah, we were in my... I, the stairs in my back of my house, like deck one flight up. And we were like, we would put little toy cars across the backyard on the playground and we could snipe them. And it was like, so cool. And then there was a bird and they were, and I was like, I, I like aimed at it. And then I just like, before pulling the trigger, just went, Psh, cause I'm a soft bitch. I want to kill something. Good. I like that that happened. Cause you know, you start killing animals at a young age. I was like a senior in high school, but oh. <laughs> I still don't want to do it. I still want to yeah, do it. You're right. Okay. Ain't about that. I don't even like birds. I hate them. Some of them are gross. A lot of dinosaur-ass birds out there. Sky garbage. I like all animals, if they're injured, I get really sad. Um, Jim, put this, you know, as this playoffs go, I was just going to say, like, Hauk is out for this game, 61. You'd assume full pension Piv, his 73, he'd still be out. Um, so I was like, ooh, if, if the Red Sox say Nate runs into trouble, are they going to have a way to get out of it necessarily? They still have Martin Perez. So, like, if if they need length at some point, whether uh, in a good way or a bad way, they have an option to do that, which put that in your starting pitcher playoff formula as you, as you enter the postseason. But the Red Sox, I don't think we realized the other day how much they kind of flipped the script. I mean, Nate Dogg. In Boston, he's been awesome. Uh, that Red Sox lineup is kind of full clicking, and they're going up against Drew Rasmussen, who's, um, you know, he's he's gone from reliever to rotation, and he's been really good this year. This is going to be a big test for him. Um, and the Rays, on the other side of it, they kind of, like we haven't seen Fairbanks yet. Uh, we haven't seen Kittridge, who's been been good for them, but... This raise pin, man, it, it's not as easy to get to nine innings with Drew Rasmussen as, as you'd assume it would be, especially like, you know, McHugh got hit, uh, Whistler got hit. Uh, their formula has to be pretty tight today. Um, so I'm interested to see what that looks like because they also can do that and have done that a lot. Can I ask you something, Jake? Always. What would surprise you more, uh, Drew how do you pronounce the last name? Rasmussen? Something like that. Oh. Goes six innings. Or Drew goes one time through, and then they go to Patino or some other guy. Yeah. I, what's more? I don't know what's more surprising. I think six innings is the more surprising because he hasn't done that 
all year. He's his last four outings have all been five innings. As as or excuse me, his last five out of six have all been five innings. Uh, he's gotten up to seventy four pitches. So you're definitely not getting six out of him. You're you're hoping for two times through. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you had to, if you're giving me six and three, and I've got to pick one of those, I'm I'm closer to three. And yes, yeah. I agree. I think I think they're looking at one time through and see see like where the game is at. Man, how does he how does he do against the middle of the Red Sox lineup? Has he faced them before? Like how many times? Um, he he pitched August first. He pitched August twelfth and September first, all against Boston. Devers two for seven. Verdugo three for six with a double and a triple. I'm interested to see how this game goes. I think I, I lean Red Sox because they have Evaldi momentum, home fields. I was going to say this is this might be for the series. I think it's closer to is for the series than is not for the series. And you go up two one. Both these teams, I feel like, have the ability to close the game out, close the series out. I think Boston, Boston has to keep it in Boston. Um, you kind of can't do Game Five in the Trop because this is kind of it for Evaldi, um, and Erod and Sale both got popped. Um, so that basically means you'd have to save Hawk. For game five And he's essentially your starter So that it does get fun there um, The Red Sox are big favorites in this game uh, You know Moylan and Rose were talking about Are we going to see a position player pitch tonight For the Rays uh, if, if they go down Like five, six runs uh, They should have a position player open <laughs> It does feel like This is more must win for the Red Sox For some reason to me I don't know if that's backed up by any stats or whatever in my brain though this is more must win for the red sox than it is for the rays i can see the rays coming back and winning this second game in boston and then going back home winning at the trop but to your well, point jake I, I don't see boston losing tonight and then going into the trop to, for game five if necessary and doing that what's what's uh the rays plan for game four well, that's where it gets interesting, and they might have to Cora things on the fly. Patino hasn't pitched yet, and he's their other stretched-out pitcher. So if Rasmussen gives them four or five, they probably have the bullpen to to get them to the end of the game between Fairbanks and Kittredge and maybe McHugh again. We'll see if he's out. Um, but yeah, So if, a, clo- if, a close game loss would be brutal for the Rays. Like that's what that's why everyone's saying position player. Like if they're down, they're just gonna kind of somewhat semi punt it. They can't burn all those guys. You know, if the the Red Sox best chance today is to win two to one. Like that sets mm-hmm. them up best for the future. If the Red Sox win ten nothing, then that's great, obviously, and their odds are amazing. But if they win two to one and, and beat all the good relievers and make the re- relievers throw bullets and not have to get to save those guys, that's like the best-case scenario for the Red Sox. I know it's a shittier game today, but for games four and five. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think the Rays I think the Rays might go all in on this game, uh, kind of like the, the Dave Roberts quote from the other day, because if they can get it to five, you're going to have McClanahan ready to go. You'll even have Boz be ready to follow him if needed. Like, you'll if you're the Rays, you'll have the – the full Ray Arsenal because you'll have the off day beforehand. I think they might take this seriously. So if he does get in trouble early, I w- I wouldn't be shocked if maybe they do go Patino or uh, F- what about Yarby? Fleming's their kind of other guy right now. What about Yarby? I'm thinking Yarby's. What's he doing? Is he hurt? They left him off the roster. Yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if he's nursing something or just because. They didn't want left. So Jake, you're telling you're telling me to bet the under, basically. Everything you've said. Um, I'm flip flopping. I'm I'm completely flip it matters what happens early. Like Rays are either going <laughs> Rays are either going to empty the tank or like there will be a position player. There's kind of no tweener. There's no So how do I know that now? I'm trying to make 
I'm trying to make a bet right now. I mean, it's Jackson. it's Fenway, Evaldi's gross, and I think he's gross against the Rays. I go under. Both teams try to win a playoff hmm. game. Baseball. What's it at? Seven and a half. Nine. Fenway. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I like the I like the over. I don't think we're gonna see Evaldi dominant. That's just. Well, what should we bet, Trev? I gotta look at. I gotta I mean. Let me look and text you guys, okay? okay because put five dollars on both and just call it even. Yeah, you, uh, yeah just pay the juice. <laughs> it goes under. Uh, you shave your beard. It goes over. I'll shave my beard. Done. No, I don't agree. I don't agree. Let's go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that there's. I'm gonna bet uh, score in the first inning. No, both gonna lock it down. Wow. Except I don't agree with that at all. I think Red Sox are going to get a run off Drew early okay. and really push the Rays' buttons. That just switched. What's the what's the what's the <laughs> odds on that? No runs first inning. Uh, it's it's one ten uh, minus one ten either way. Yes, I say no. no runs. Okay, I'm doing it. I'll parlay them so I lose both. Why is Peter telling me I'm wrong? What did I just say that I'm wrong about? I think in general, just yeah. like your whole kind of like. Yeah, he takes. He's like really trying to take. He he did baseball today, and I'm like was available. He just like <laughs> stepped in and took it from me. I like reading Trevor Plouffe stuff. He's got a lot of good takes. I uh, I, I texted C. Rose last night like, hey man, like I'm good to go. Like I wanted the questions, and he's like, oh, Peter's taking. I think Rose Peter. is kind of like question questioning you a little bit. I think I have to like you know, maybe we got to take C. Rose out of there. I just start running. Wow, the shit. beef. Yeah, I have. I got the log into John Boy Media. Beef. Mm. All right, let's uh, switch gears. Uh, Astros, White Sox. Jake and I and Joe's McFly will be live mm. on the recliners at the office for this game. Astros have a chance to lock it up, sit pretty. They got Luis Garcia on the bump. White Sox have disc golfer Dylan Cease on the bump. What's the White Sox? plan now with the season on the line what's their all-in look like crochet Kopech, uh kimbrell Hendricks. like they can get five out of those four guys and then you need cease to go four five i mean it's not like the best plan because those guys have their bullpen's been get got hit by the astros this whole way which makes you a little nervous about everything yeah this is a tough game for them it's it's short leash day like you out don't be giving up base runners. You out. They, they just can't afford. To, they can't afford two innings with crooked numbers. Like they, this Astro team is too good. So they need to. Yeah, I mean, essentially everyone has to be perfect today, and good luck with that. You need a good. I mean, C's has to get it rolling. I mean, even if that's one time through, like you need that. And I think White Sox fans are screaming for Kopech. Um, yeah. You know this. This is a dude that. You know, we see these guys this time of year thrive like, oh, crap, this dude this dude hits triple digits. He's nasty. Um, I think White Sox fans have been calling for him. It, him and Cease, I think, have to get you through six. Um, and, yeah, you might need, a, like, a special performance by Liam today. You might need one of those 40-pitch, two-inning Hendricks outing because, yeah, mm. season on the line. Kimbrell might not even be an option. Dude. Right? I mean, he hasn't really like. He's been pretty bad for them. Like, not pretty bad. He's been, he's been bad for them. So yeah, Cease goes as long as he can before he gets into trouble, and then they piece it together. And I do agree the Copic could go more than one. Um, and Liam, Liam's proved that he can go more than one too. Liam Altuve, Brantley, Dooley, and Tucker crush Cease in their short sample size. Mm. Um. As a team, like those four are carrying all the weight, but Cease as a team against the um, Astros, there's a 947 OPS and a 417 on base. And that includes guys that he has good results against, like um, Jordan Alvarez is 0 for 5 uh, with a couple walks. Correa is 1 for 8. But Altuve's four for eight with a homer. Brantley's three for seven with two homers and a double. Yuli's three for seven with a double. Yikes! Yeah, I don't. I don't know how the. I think the 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 White Sox win this game with the bats. I don't. I don't think they're going to be winning a two to one 
three to three to two game here. I always find it interesting. You know, you go up two zero in a situation like this. Like, what's to say the Astros don't try to like empty the clip? Say, screw it. Let's just let's end it here. They might. I know you have to save some pitching to make sure you know, but they have they have a couple games to that they could wait for here. Um, I'm curious to see what they do if they get up. Is is Dusty? I mean, Dusty has a plan. Always. But yeah, how 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 stretched out is Luis Garcia? That's exactly what I was looking up. And by the way, he is gross. We saw him in the playoffs last year. Man, he's fun. Um, like. There's five Luis Garcias in baseball. Yeah, I know. It's it's a really tricky baseball savant click page. Um, but, yeah, this guy also had, like, the highest strikeout numbers in the minor leagues. He is currently stretched out. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, he's, he's stretched out. He's gone five, plus. six innings every time. 80 plus. Yeah. Um, so, I think they get 80 out of him no matter what, Trev. I don't think they're going to go full death mode uh, up to two zero. You know, if 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 he gives them six innings, gets to eighty-five pitches, but gives up three runs somehow, or five innings gives up three runs, like I think they're just going to get their eighty pitches out of him, and mm. and trust that their offense can hit around a little bit, especially since their offense has had success off of the best White Sox uh, relievers. Yeah. And the White Sox have to like be very smart about who they bring in and when and all that. So. Tough task for the White Sox tonight, but we'll see. What's the over under here? Three, three eight, pitch, eight and a half. Three pitchers we haven't seen yet from Houston. Urquidy, it's assumed he would be the game four starter. Uh, we'll see if there's there's some funny business to watch there. We haven't seen Zach Grinky yet. Uh, currently chilling out in Houston's bullpen, and we also haven't seen Christian Javier, uh, who's pitched in some some playoff games in the past for them. So. Yeah, it, it, if this is tight, it's going to be interesting to see if Dusty goes full empty, tied game, go get that win and rest, or, yeah, if, if he saves some of the higher leverage guys because they know tomorrow is promised. Uh, the over is eight and a half, Trav. I'm taking the over. I just officially placed oh it. Oh, my God. It's one of those things where I love that bet so much that I would take the under. Well, it's already been Damn placed. One. Actually, on draft, I mean, DraftKings, DraftKings, you can cash out like immediately and just say no redo. Has Altuve hit a home run this postseason yet? I believe he has not. Right? I don't think so. All right, so Altuve to hit a home run, uh, plus three fifty. I like it, James. Sprinkle a little bit on that. Yep, sprinkling, sprinkling. That Bam, got it. I own a lot of Luis Garcia rookie cards. I think I have a rookie card auto from him too. So let's Oops. go. Stolen bases, strikeouts. Anything else we want to bet as a team here? But it's not you guys, just me. No, but I think we did it. Nailing I think it. We covered Braves, Dodgers. We covered the games. We previewed them. You guys are gonna be live with Joe's tonight. That'll be fun because Joe's is fucking hilarious. Yes. He see. I like the way he sees the game. You do? do. Some people you just like, you know, I like the way you see the game. Okay. Joe's is one of them. Some people I hate the way they see the game. I'll be rooting for the White Sox. One, you get more baseball. Two, the White Sox was the team I wanted to advance the most, even though I don't have much faith in that happening. So... That's the AL Central. I mean, I've been saying that all year long that they haven't played anybody and it's so soft. They're never going to do anything in the postseason because it's so soft. Haven't I been saying that all season long? Or is that no? That's you. That's if you. the White Sox had a winning record against AL and 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 or over five East and West, yeah, they're over five hundred. Uh, yeah, against other out of division games, I'd believe in them. So it's not like. Just the central team, no matter what. But if it's the winner of the central has a losing record against the other divisions, tough for me to believe in them. Did that happen with the twins, or the twins are just a whole separate entity because you guys just no, it's same thing with the twins. Same thing with twins. Twins, they they got a little bit of a thing they need to kick on their own. Yeah, it's a little different. They're kind of, I also think the White Sox are just unfortunately having to play the Astros in the playoffs, and the Astros in the playoffs are just a fucking different team. I agree. But that, that well. also ties into like you could have taken 
you could have gone out and got more of this, got more regular season wins that you could have got out of this matchup. You could have, you know, the White Sox coming in this yeah. year should have been better than the Rays. But Rays going Ray. I don't know. Who knows? You can't say that. The Rays are just like, yeah. Jimmy said the Rays have graduated Major League Baseball. They're at a, def- a different level. I pick the fucking Rays to win under like 86 games <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I don't like the Rays' chances in the long playoffs still. Just because I, I think that you need starting pitchers. I know. But like so, some of their offensive, it's the offensive and and defensive shit. Like the Dodgers do the same thing because they come from the same brains. Yeah. Like, you know, throwing Taylor in center field belly at first, whatever. Just getting Luplo, Luplo had never played first. Mm. And then you didn't even start him down the stretch. He starts the first two playoff games. It's a grand slam off sale. Like, what's happening? It's, it's wildly smart. Last question, and yeah. I need to go coach a flag football game. Do you? What's more of a real possibility? Yankees gave their tell on Eovaldi to the Rays? Like somebody was like, hey, bro, like check this out. Or Yankees gave their tell on Eovaldi to the Red Sox. Zero. Either? Neither. Talk. See, I think a front office guy might have like talked to his front office buddy with Tampa. It was like, this is what we got on Nate Dog. Maybe. And that would be what something. What do you ask for there? An IOU? Yeah, well, exactly. S- Supposedly at the end of the seasons, you're like it's gentleman's agreement to be like, hey, this is what we had on you. Well, between like the front office, I never heard that with the players. No. Oh, that's what someone told us. Um some, maybe if it's your boy or something, you know? Yeah. All someone, different. Someone said that. Um, 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 I was gonna say something. Oh, did you see Brandon McCarthy? I like I like uh B Max tweets. What do you say? He was tweeting about how, like, it's just not a good look for baseball after everything that's gone on that we still have teams um, doing multiple signs. Multiple signs with no runners on. Like, the Red Sox did multiple signs from the first batter of the game. He said, he if you're going, it's a bad look. Okay. If you're go, he said, if you're going multiple signs with nobody on, that's concerning for the game. No reason that should be necessary. I think it's troubling as well. The only re, the only way that that would get stolen is with cameras. Yes, but I think the problem is there's no penalty of doing it, and it's the playoffs. So if you're a team, it's almost like why not? Like it's it's insurance. You know, a team would be I, a team would. I yeah. get it, but I also understand that point of view. Like the if this if that's if that's what we have to do, like that's just kind of not the best look. And some at bats in the Red Sox Astros games or Red Sox Rays games uh, were. I don't know. It could be. It could be even like. It's almost like practice, like watching the signs. If if you're doing something, um, I agree with that. Difficult with a guy in second base or runners on, that it might just be like, hey, let's just continue to do it instead of switching back and forth. Because some pitchers, some pitchers are not that smart. Now we're talking. <laughs> some some relievers. Not a lot it's of, hard up there. It's hard. Those catchers flash a sign so quick. I was making a video on Yachty the other day in the Dodgers game, and I was like zoomed in, and like he t- he just goes so fast. I'm like, has to be meaningless. Yeah, I I like I'm getting more and more old school with my opinions on some of the new age stuff. I'm against the shift now. I do <laughs> agree that that's like sucks that you have to give multiple signs when nobody's on. Like, I like a lot of the stuff that's going on. You know, new age baseball, but there's some that needs to get left behind. Not everything new is better. I think that's, and not everything old is better. Now we're talking. That's life, baby. Yeah, it is funny that, you know, I guess off season conversations, but I was pretty open minded to a lot of that, the shift and the three true outcomes for like three years now, doing all these shows and being like locked into baseball. And I'm just cracked. 
I'm just like, this sucks. It's a, because yeah. when I talk to casual people who are trying to get into baseball because they, they are interested in what we're doing and they want to watch along, they're just like, they're like, what? Why, do, why is that? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I think you put any test group of like trying to get new fans, show them a rocket up the middle and guys just standing there. They're all going to have the same reaction. Like that doesn't seem right. That's, that's the worst one. It's the one up yes. the middle. You're like, golly, man. Yeah. All right. BBD, can you run through all your thoughts that you had during the course of the show that you didn't get to uh, uh, say? Ooh, I should probably write these down if this is going to be a recurring segment. But uh, <laughs> I also like Brandon McCarthy's tweets uh, pretty often. Well, I'm just scrolling back the words through my notes on what we're talking about. Uh, Drew Rasmussen Glass says the Rays analytics team says he has the grossest stuff, so he, he's uh he's interesting. And I'm, this is gonna be the first time I like really watch him, so interested. Uh, Randy's good, and then a series of what we thought it was. Having fun. All right. Nice job, BB. Enjoy your Sundays, everybody. If you're uh, watching the Houston and the White Sox game tonight, make sure to join Jake, myself, and Joe's on the live stream on this very channel. That's the episode. Boom, 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 boom.